You are listening to the Hope Church Weekly Message Podcast. Hope Church is located in Cleveland, Texas and meets on Sundays. Pastor Todd and the preaching team desire for this message to bring life in a dark world. For more information about Hope Church, visit HopeChurchCleveland.com. Let's get into it. Today, we're in Luke chapter 15, starting in verse 8. I'll read it to you. Let's go. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp and sweep the house and seek diligently until she finds it? And when she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so I tell you, there is joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents. So today, if you're taking notes, the title of my message is Lessons of the Lost Coin. Lessons of the Lost Coins. What lessons can we draw out of this parable of Jesus? Number one, we are lost, but not forgotten. We are lost, but not forgotten. You know, I think sometimes we get comfortable and we forget that there's a world out there that is lost and hurting. Guys, church, the product that church puts out is better now than it ever has been. Growing up, there used to be something called CCM or contemporary Christian music. There used to be artists that were popular other than praise and worship music. You know, you'd have DC talk, Jesus is still all right with me. You, You know what I mean? Or Jesus freak. What would people think when they hear that I'm a Jesus freak? Right? No? Okay. Or, or Stephen Curtis Chapman. Saddle up your horses. We got a trail to me. There you go. And I'll be your death. Right? See, there used to be good music other than praise and worship music. And guys, I'm not dogging on praise and worship music. I love praise and worship music. But the problem is when praise and worship music is our only popular music, it's easy for us to slip in to commercial Christianity. You know, we've got the greatest preachers in the world. You know, if if you get tired of my message, you turn on, you name the greatest preacher, Stephen, Stephen Furtick, you got Robert Madu. You got all the great guys out there. If you don't know who those guys are, you should go check them out. They're good. I don't have muscles like those guys. I did have my protein shake before. But anyway. But guys, the problem is when we get comfortable, all we do is take in. We feed ourselves. And we forget that there's a world out there that's lost and hurting and needs Jesus. Now, guys, I... As a child, I grew up in the contemporary Christian, you know, with the DC talk and the, the Stephen Curtis Chapman and the Michael Dub, you know, the Michael Dub. Yeah. Those of you like Michael Dub, look it up. <laughs> You'll thank me later. Uh, you may not, but it's fine. <laughs> that was our, that was my jam back in the day. Okay. I saw DC talk in concert because I couldn't listen to anything else, but it's true. Brandon, Brandon was there too. Uh, But growing up, we were told to don't smoke, don't drink, don't chew, and don't hang out with people that do, right? That's what we were told to do. If if someone didn't go to church, we weren't allowed to hang out with them. So that begged me with the question, then who was going to tell them about Jesus? 
You know, and I thought, <laughs> the funny thing is, I wrote this message and I thought this was dead. And then I scrolled through Facebook and I saw it again yesterday. Guys, I'm all about being set apart because Jesus calls us to be in the world, but not of the world. He tells us to be a part of the world, but be set apart. But who is going to tell people about Jesus if we just, if we just make this a country club that's all about us? Guys, I don't know if you felt what I felt just a little bit ago, and that's the second time I felt it today, and it was even stronger, and it's going to be even stronger the third time I feel it. We got something special here. We don't need to keep this to ourselves. We need to tell the whole world about it. Because I guarantee you, it doesn't matter where you came from. If you walked into this place today, you felt something. And that was Jesus. Because here's what we got to understand. There's a world out there that's lost and hurting. Who's going to tell them about Jesus? Guys, if, if my math is correct, and I, and I think it may be on the low side, there's about 5,000 people a day in the United States that are lost and going to hell. For me, that's not acceptable. We got to do something about it. So the second thing, second lesson we see from the parable of the lost coin is number two, everything was done for it to be found. Everything was done for the coin to be found. The woman in the story, she pulled out all the stops. She lit her lamp. She looked everywhere for that coin until she found it. Reminded me of a, a time my wife and I, we got a, a sweet card from someone that was special to us. And there was a $100 bill in that card, right? And I remember it, I was driving and Crystal opened it up. She goes, oh, it was $100. And so, you know, me being the fun-loving husband that I am. I grabbed it out of her hand. I said, that's my $100. They meant to give that to me. And so she grabbed it back out of my hands. No, that's my $100. You know, we're playing around with each other. Then we grabbed it at the same time. And what happened? Rip. And I was like, <gasps> right? Because that's $100. Now, with inflation, and maybe, you know, it didn't go as far as it used to, but it's still $100. And I panicked. And I did what every self-respecting millennial did. I Googled, what do you do when you rip a $100 bill? <laughs> Don't judge me. You probably would have done the same thing. Unless you're smarty pants and you already knew, okay? And it's okay. You know, if you already knew, then we're, we don't need to sit too close to you because you're too smart. But anyway, basically, if you, just so you know, I'm going to learn you something today, okay? If you have a ripped bill, if you take all of the pieces to the bank, they will replace it for free. That is required to them by the Federal Reserve, okay? Uh, as long as the serial numbers match. Yeah. Whatever. The serial numbers match. I wasn't trying to get... I, I have Jesus in my heart, okay? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> let, me, let me write that down in my notes for the next service, all right? <laughs> but anyway, I got out of the doghouse and we replaced the $100 bill. Because why? That had value to us. Guys, if I wouldn't stop at anything to make sure that I replace that $100 bill, or if I lost a $100 bill, I'd search the whole house for it. Yeah. If I wouldn't pull out the stops for that, why won't we pull out the stops to make sure the lost have found Jesus? We do that for things of value in our world. Why do we not value souls that will go to hell? Guys, and, and we celebrated with these wonderful people that gave their heart and their lives to Jesus today. 
But guys, the Bible tells us that we'll know each and every one of us when we get to heaven. But that also begs the question that we will know who's missing. Guys, do you want to get to heaven and know that someone in your circle is missing and didn't go to heaven because you didn't tell them about it? You didn't tell them about Jesus? And guys, that's, I intentionally have to get out of the office to go tell people about Jesus because I, as far as I know, everybody that, that works here is saved. Pastor Grant, I think he knows Jesus. Pastor Zoe, maybe. Mo, you know, jury's still out. But, you know, they all know Jesus, right? So if I want to intentionally tell somebody about Jesus, I have to go out. That's, that's one of the reasons I love being the chaplain of the, the Cleaver Railroaders baseball team. I love doing that. Why? Because it's amazing to see when you just love on people with no strings attached, how they see the love of God in you. Now, I have these guys, these guys, will they're so cool, they'll message me on my birthday and tell me happy birthday, and I'm nobody to these guys. One of the guys that played on the team last year, he is, he is one phone call away from being in the big leagues, playing for the Colorado Rockies. I'm nobody to him, but because I've loved on him, shared the love of Jesus with him, invested in him, I'm somebody to him. And guys, that's what I'm telling you. Be somebody to somebody else. You know, if I went to your work and asked people if you knew Jesus, would they say yes? Reminded me of a story. There's this sweet lady. She's gone to be with Jesus now. Her, her name is Joy. She worked at Walmart, okay? And I, I had said this a lot of times before. I'd said, you know, if I went to your work, would people know that you went to Hope Church? I, I'd said it a lot of times before. And, and I was not paying attention Okay, I was on my honeydew list. Any, any husbands in the room, your wife says, hey, I need a few things from Walmart. And then you get a list that's this long. It's like, few things, huh? Few things. Uh, and so I checked off all the lists. And then I went to check out. And I look up, and there's Joy. And she had this panic-stricken look on her face. And she goes, Pastor, Pastor, everybody knows that I go to Hope Church. And she started going around to each and every cash register. You know, as if the lines aren't long enough at Walmart. She's going, do you know, do you, do you know that I go to Hope Church? Do you know that I go to Hope Church? They're like, yes, Joy, yes. yes. I'm like, Joy, I'm not here. I, can you just check me out so I can leave? Like the, law, the lines are long enough at Walmart. <laughs> okay, because they got like three checkers. But it's fine. It's neither here nor there. If you work at Walmart, I'm just playing. Not really. But... If I went to your work, would they know that something's different about you? And if the answer is like, pastor, I'm not sure about that. Change that. You are the ambassador for Jesus at your work. So lessons for the lost coin. The first one is we're lost, but not forgotten. Number two, everything was done for it to be found. And number three, God has found us all. God has found us all. This is Sing Along Sunday. Who am I kidding? Every Sunday, Sing Along Sunday. That old song, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Here's the part. I once was lost. But now I am found, was blind, but now I see. Let's keep going. I'm joking. Anyway, 
I was going to start with I once was lost, but now I found it, but I completely botched it on the first service, so I had to do the whole verse to get into it. But guys, we once were lost, but now we're found. We were blind, but God unveiled our eyes, and now we can see. Guys, every one of us is undeserving of God's love. Not a one of us in this room today deserve to walk in this room, but through the shed blood of Jesus on the cross, each and every one of us is good enough to walk into this room. Guys, I said this last week, and I'm going to say it to you again. There's nothing that you could ever do to make God stop loving you. Listen, you are not powerful enough to do something that could be so egregious that God would stop loving you. Here's the thing. He just wants to have a relationship with you. Guys, none of us deserves the grace that was afforded to us. But we're called to tell others about Jesus. You know, and I I know there's some of you there and I know, given the comments so far, there's, there's some that have said, well, how can a loving God send someone to hell? I'm glad you asked that question. There's a very good explanation for that. A loving God doesn't send anyone to hell. We send ourselves. Well, pastor, how did you get there? How did you get there? Okay, well, before the foundation of the world, Satan and his demons, they were angels. And they decided that they were smarter than God. So they tried to overthrow God. So what did he do? He built a place for him and he sent, he cast all of Satan and his demons into the lake of fire to hell. So that was not what God intended for us. Then God created humans and he created male and female and everything was perfect in the garden. But then what happened? Sin entered into the world and separated us from God. So God created us to live with him forever, but we messed it up. And that sin separates us from God. And so what do we have to do? We get a choice. We can choose to be eternally separated from God, or we can choose to walk with him. It's not God's choice. He's provided everything you need to choose him. He gave his one and only son for you that went to the cross and died the most gruesome, horrifying death that he ever could face, then went to the grave and rose again three days later for you. All you have to do is choose him and live your life for him. That's the easy part, but it's hard because we like to be in control. So guys, what I'm saying to you today is God doesn't send anyone to hell. We have the choice to choose him or to choose the alternative. But here's the problem. We all don't want to go to hell, but being afraid of going to hell doesn't keep us from hell. A relationship with Jesus. But guys, I'm here to tell you, there's so many benefits to a relationship with Jesus. Guys, we have hope. We have a meaning. We have purpose. Guys, I don't know if you saw the face of the people when they came out of this water. Guys, that's lives changed. And you know what? It's not always going to be easy. Living our life for him is not always easy, but it's the best thing that you can ever do. So what does this mean for us? What does this mean for you in your life today? 
you're new here at Hope Church, I always try to close with some questions to challenge you throughout your week. Number one, who in your circle needs to see Jesus in you? Who in your circle of friends needs to see Jesus in you? Because I would hope that most of us in this room have a relationship with Jesus, but it's our responsibility to tell other people about him. Second question, are you doing everything that you can to reach those who are lost? Are you doing everything that you can? I think sometimes we get comfortable. We get comfortable in these places, but, but if we're not reaching out, then this place becomes a country club. And it becomes about a membership. Are you a part of this group? But guys, the great thing about this place is everyone is welcome. It doesn't matter your past. It doesn't matter what you're doing right now. Doesn't matter what you did last night. Doesn't matter if you yelled and screamed at your kids on the way here. In fact, most of us probably did because Sunday mornings are stressful. (laughs) But God still loves you. And he wants you to be here today. And number three, do you need to be found today? Guys, I'm under no illusion that there's not people in here today that need to hear about Jesus. Maybe you came as a guest of someone that got baptized. But here's what I want you to hear today. Jesus loves you. He's in love with you. He's waiting for you to come home. All you have to do is make that choice. 